I am very picky about candles. I keep them burning around my house all the time. So many home fragrances smell very unnatural, super sweet, chemically, and just smell like the part of the mall you cannot wait to escape. And after learning that the candle industry contributes to an insurmountable amount of non-recyclable waste, carbon emissions, and toxicity in our air, I am even more picky. That's why I am so glad that Notes Candles exist. They're on a mission to help eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth friendly option without giving up high quality fragrance that actually seems amazing. The candle industry has major problems. Almost 2 million candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years. Yes, that's right. 1 million. Absolutely insane. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel again, again, and again so you don't become a part of the problem. It is so easy to use, guys. The candles are made up with fragrance wax beads so all you have to do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar fill it up with the wax beads enjoy your fragrance up to 36 hours and then just do it all over again when you're ready for a new one you don't have to settle for less than exciting fragrances with notes either in fact their collection of 13 amazing fragrances are handcrafted by fragrance experts at their home base in south carolina and they are to die for y'all i have one burning recently and i have been loving burning the santel and atlas cedar scent it's woodsy, calming, smells just like some of the bougiest fragrances on the market. I love it. They have so many other ones like oat milk and balls and berry, vanilla and pepperwood, and so many. I love them all. So be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandles.com slash healthy. Right now, Notes is giving listeners 15% off and free shipping when you buy a Notes starter kit using code HEALTHY. Just use code HEALTHY when placing an order. That's code HEALTHY at notescandle.com slash healthy. So podcasts have really popped off in the last couple of years, and I feel like a lot of people reach out to me and they're like, Janine, how do I start a podcast? And I'm here to help you out today. So if you guys are interested in starting your own podcast, because I absolutely love podcasting. I think it is so fun and I think everybody should do it. So if you guys are interested in starting one, Spotify has a platform that lets you make one super, super easily. And even on the platform as well, they will distribute it everywhere for you. And then you can even earn money, which is so cool. It's all in one place and it's completely for free. It's called Spotify for podcasters. And here's how it works. So Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts literally right from your phone or your computer. It's super, super easy. So no matter what y'all setup is like, you can start creating a podcast today. So don't feel like you have to have it all together to start when you can start today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else that podcasts are heard. Also, what is so great is if you do want to have a video feature, video podcasts are available on Spotify and I have that on mine and I think it's just so fun and engaging for my audience to be able to see me on Spotify as well. So with Spotify for podcasters, you can even earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. So definitely check that out. And here is the best of all point of this. It is completely free with no catch. So ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just feel like it has been so engaging. I feel 
like I'm loving the options that that Spotify is giving me with Q and A's and polls and even having video. So I highly recommend you guys give it a try. Download the Spotify for podcasters app, or you can go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. You guys are going to love this. If you've been wanting to start it, this is your sign. Hey guys, and welcome to Happy and Healthy. I'm your host, Janine Amapola, and my goal in life and on this podcast is simply to help people. I want to inspire people to be more happy and healthy in all aspects of life. In this podcast, we will get real and we will get honest. Whether we're talking about things that affect you mentally, physically, or spiritually, I want you guys to always take away something that helps you be more happy and healthy. In this podcast, we're going to talk about things regarding dating, faith, current topics in the world, sex, fitness and nutrition, my story, lessons I've learned the hard way, and I'll have some really cool guests on here. We will get into it all, don't you worry. But a little bit about me is I'm 26 years old and I'm originally from Dallas, Texas, but I moved to LA two years ago. I went to the University of Texas, hook em, and I'm half Guatemalan and half German. I'm also originally a YouTuber and a social media influencer, and I've been doing that for 10 years. Yes, 10 years. And throughout my career, I've worked with some really cool brands, such as Starbucks, Teen Vogue, Apple, American Airlines, Fabletics, and so many more. It's been such a blessing. But now, I'm a podcaster, and I hope you'll join me on this podcast and become more happy and healthy. See ya! Welcome to the Happy and Healthy Podcast. I'm your host, Janine Amapola. If this is your first time ever listening to this podcast, then welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here, and I really hope you will subscribe and leave a review. Um, So I just wanted to let you guys know, before you listen to today's episode, this is a pre-recorded episode. This is pre-COVID. Oh, the days of (laughs) pre-COVID. However, the information hopefully will still help you. I mean, breakups are happening quite often. I actually know quite a bit of relationships that ended during COVID. Um, So definitely hope this episode helps you out and hopefully this helps your heart be healed a little bit more if this is something you're going through. If you ever have further questions or things you want to ask me or things you want me to expand on more, please let me know on my Instagram, which is Janine Amapola. And maybe I can do a part two of this because I have so much more other information and things that have helped me because I am one year out of a breakup now. So maybe I can do an episode of like things I've learned since my breakup, like a one year later update. So enjoy this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you gained something and remember to stay happy and healthy. See you guys soon. Bye. Hey guys, welcome back to Happy and Healthy. I am your host, Janina Mapola, and this is just so exciting because this is the first episode I'm filming or recording of Happy and Healthy. Um, this is a podcast where I really just want people to thrive in all areas of life, whether that's their mental health, their faith, um, dating life, fitness, all sorts of areas. I just want people to thrive and be happy and healthy. You get it? All right, sweet. So, um, this is a, a, this is an episode that's really kind of like dear to my heart because I get, uh, messages quite a bit from a lot of young women or just people in general asking me this specific question of the title of this podcast, which is 
how to get over a breakup. So if you don't know, I am a YouTuber. I was, I've been a YouTuber for 10 years now, which is just absolutely absurd. So I do focus on pretty much the same type of topics on my YouTube channel. So a lot of my followers will DM me on Instagram and they're just like, Janine, how do I get over a breakup? Because y'all breakups, they freaking suck. I know. I, I totally am right there with you. Unfortunately, it's kind of the inevitable of life. If you are the lucky one in one millionth person that never goes through a breakup, then God bless your soul. I am jealous of you. May the angels keep you protected <laughs> because it's I, honestly, I think most everybody goes through at least one breakup in their life. Unfortunately, I've been through three. But they all hurt in different ways. Um, so I think I have some experience on this. And I have a lot of tips for you guys on how to deal with a po- with the podcast. No, I'm the one doing the podcast. I have a lot of tips with, with you guys. I have a lot of tips for you guys on how to deal with a breakup. So back in July, I went through a breakup. And I kid you not, five to six couples I knew broke up in one month. It was breakup season let me tell you I was like hide your kids hide your wife and your boyfriends or whatever because it's breakup season so I kid you not I had people reaching out to me being like help me how do I cope with this so I'm just gonna get right into this of how to get over a breakup okay let's start with tip number one so first of all it's okay to cry. It's okay to talk about it. It's okay to grieve for a time period. You cannot rush the healing process. So I think some people just want to completely skip over the healing process and they want to pretend they're fine. They completely distract themselves with going out or another person or just coping in kind of unhealthy ways. But honestly, you kind of have to go through the grieving process. You're, you're in some ways, it's the death of a person. You're kind of losing a person in your life is morbid and sad as that sounds but you you're kind of having to grieve over the loss of a person in your life that was either once your best friend or I don't know the details of your relationship you know so let yourself cry you need to have those feelings come out do not bottle them up and talk about it talk about it with a parent with a counselor with your best friends I I kid you not if I didn't have my friends there with me during my breakup, I would have gone freaking mad and psycho and it would have been really, really unhealthy for me. So let yourself grieve for a time period. You can't really rush the healing process. You have to go through every single stage. So kind of sit in that and allow yourself to feel those things and don't run away from the feelings and time will help you kind of get through that um, grieving process. Secondly, I kind of want to let people know is that you are not alone. And I can't begin to tell you how many people have DM'd me saying, Janine, it makes me feel so good knowing that I'm not alone in this, that I'm not the only one going through this heartache or this heartbreak. And the thing is, when you go through a breakup or a heartache, like it literally feels like the entire world is shattering. It's over. You're like, how can I ever move forward from this? Which I promise you, you will move forward. I promise you. But It's sometimes just super helpful to know I'm not alone in this and a lot of people have gone through breakups or are going through a breakup currently right now. Um, Secondly, these are in really no particular order, just FYI. These are just some bullet points I wrote down on my plane ride the other day. Um, I would say try not to look at the old photos and the old songs and just to dwell on it. Again, I think for a time period, it's okay. You're in your feels. You miss the person. I know. But there are certain songs that have just been absolutely wrecked 
for me, unfortunately. And if I listen to them, I will go right back to my feels. So I recommend just removing the song or taking a long break from the song. Try not to look at the photos, archive the old photos with him or her, um, and just try not to just sulk because those, those memories will just constantly keep bringing you back and you won't really move forward if you keep doing that. And then kind of what I touched upon earlier is healing in a healthy way. Um, a lot of times, again, I feel like people try to just completely rush the healing process. They numb it. They try to find another way to just cope with the pain. And whether that's going out to the bars or getting into some drug or getting underneath another person, because there's this like really bad saying I've heard the best way to get over someone is to get under someone and please, for the love of sweet baby Jesus up above, do not do that. I really don't recommend doing that. I don't think that heals anything. If anything, that's just causing you more harm and kind of more damage. And it really won't help you heal, even though everyone's like, oh, I'm just going to go find a new person. In the end, like you're just bringing those hurts onto another person and you're just, you're going to end up leaving them kind of damaged too. So I wouldn't recommend dating for a while, you know, bars, have good people around you. They're going to help you make the wise decisions during this breakup, which kind of leads to my next uh, next point is community. So you're going to need people in your life that are going to help you get through this. When I went through my breakup, my best friend, Sarah was there for me. Like she, I don't know what I would have done without her in my life during this breakup. I mean, I was literally sobbing for like a week straight. She would come over, she would bring me food. She'd rub my back. She would let me cry. She would, you know, tell me, Janine, it's going to be okay. We're going to get through this together. And she didn't say, let's just go to the bars. Let's just find you another person. It was like, no, no, no. Like, we're going to conquer this together. And she tried to help me, you know, not run back to an to a relationship that maybe wasn't good for me or whatever. So community is going to be everything during this. You need those people that are going to uplift you and encourage you and help you make wise decisions through this breakup. Because, like I said, it's really, really easy just to try to find a quick fix to numb the pain. And in the long term, it'll come back and bite you in the butt. So I really recommend just dealing it with it in a healthy way now. Um, so the next point would just be kind of cutting off communication. So sometimes when we go through a breakup, we leave the door open and you guys are still chit-chatting or, you know, you check in on each other or you're maybe looking at their social media still. You're still kind of checking in here and there. What I've come to notice through my experience is that really, really prevents you from moving forward. Now, again, everyone's relationships are different. This is a very subjective thing for you. But for me personally, it really prevented me from moving forward. And especially if you know that relationship is done, it's over, it's done skis, like clean your hands, move forward. If you know that's the case, then you really do need to just cut off the communication. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong necessarily with maybe checking in on each other every now and then. But at some point, if you want to move forward and you want to be able to start healing um, well and start seeing new people down the road, then you need to be cutting off communication. And it doesn't have to be in a disrespectful way. It doesn't have to be like, I'm going to block you unless you really, really need to block him. Because I had to block an ex of mine four years ago. I had to block him on everything to move forward um, for many, many reasons. But my past relationship, um, the most recent breakup, I don't feel like I have to block him or anything of that sort. I just had to say for me to move forward to protect my heart because my heart is wrapped up in this, I need us to stop communicating. You know, I care about you. I wish nothing but the best for you. I have no ill feelings towards you. But for me to move forward, I need us to stop communicating because every time we talk, it resets my growth and my healing process. And so I would really recommend telling that to put up those 
those healthy boundaries for yourself. And I think that way you guys can healthily grow up, grow separately. And if it's meant to be, you know, God can bring it back. Um, but I just, I don't know, that, that would be a pretty good point of mine. And then another thing, kind of like I said, is the social media. So, you know, if you need to unfollow them, block them, mute their stuff on Instagram, by all means, I recommend do it. It's hard to be friends with your ex on social media when you're still seeing everything and all the memories and you're like, what are they doing and keeping up with them? Like that will definitely stifle your growth and progress. So I would recommend muting or blocking or just unfollowing if you feel like you need to and you have the courage to, but I would recommend trying that. Um, kind of also another thing would just be don't talk bad about him or her. And if you are going to talk to people, make sure it's trusted, trusted people that are really actually caring about you and your success and your growth. Cause some people, when they want to know about the breakup, they just want to like hear the gossip. They just want to hear the drama. They just want to be like, what happened between you two? Did you and -and so-and-so break up? And you're just like, wait, what's your name again? Who are you? Why are you asking me? Believe me, I've been through that many, many times and it's not fun. So if you're going to talk to someone about kind of what happened, make sure it's a trusted person that's not going to go around telling everybody what happened and starting gossip and rumors and all this stuff. So that's just one thing is just keep your integrity and don't try to bash this person um, to, you know, everybody. Um, another thing is when you go through the breakup, you need to make sure that you are reflecting on, okay, what role did I play in that? So whether you were, you were the one that broke up with this person or they broke up with you, either way, I think it's a really healthy thing is to look back on their relationship and think, okay, where can I grow now? Where were my wrongdoings? Where was I immature or selfish or you name it? Like make sure you're not just pointing fingers and only saying, I cannot believe he did this. It was he, he, he. It was like, well, girlfriend, you probably did something too. Like it takes two to tango. So just try to be honest with yourself and honest with others of areas that you can grow in areas that maybe you had a play in that as well that made the relationship maybe more destructive or unhealthy so use the relationship as a growing thing to move forward and say okay now what do I not want moving forward in my next relationship so that's probably a really really good point I think um so for me since I am a Christian I'm a believer what truly helped me get through my breakup was my relationship with the Lord. I don't think I could have done it without God in my life. So constantly what I had to do was just pray and just surrender it to the Lord and be like, God, I cannot do this. My heart is just hurting. And in Psalm 34, it says the Lord binds up the broken hearted, hearted, or he heals the broken hearted and binds up their wounds. So I always kind of went back to that verse of like, God, my heart is hurting. And I just know that in the Bible he claims and he says he will um, heal the broken hearted. So I had to run to him and really have him rescue me in a lot of situations where I was feeling weak or sad or depressed or something. So without God, I really wouldn't have been able to do it. So the more you can just draw near the Lord in this situation, the more he will come and help you, which is so great and comforting. Another thing that can really help you is just counseling and family. Um, I saw a counselor after my breakup and it's not like I was like, something's wrong with me. Help me. It was more like, Hey, I really need someone trusted and mature to process this with. So whether that's a parent or a counselor, a mentor, whoever it may be, a youth pastor, I don't know. I went to counseling and it really helped me during my breakup to see where I could grow, where my wrongdoings were, and how do I heal healthily from this breakup. So counseling can be a really, really great thing during a breakup. And don't let counseling be like this weird taboo thing that like you think that there's a stigma around it and no one should go to see counseling or go to see a counselor. I really recommend seeing it. It's really, really healthy. I went to a Christian counselor, by the way. 
Um, so the next thing I would say is just kind of keep yourself busy. So, um, it's easy just to kind of go through the breakup and just sulk and cry and eat the popcorn and eat the ice cream and watch the rom-com movies and cry and everything. Um, it's understandable. Let yourself do that for a time being, but girlfriend, let's get back on the horse or whoever, whether this is a guy or girl listening, it doesn't matter. Let's get back on the horse and let's start kicking life in the butt. So find something to fuel you. So for me, I told myself, I was like, I'm going to let this breakup make me the best person ever. Like I'm going to let this fuel me instead of damaging more. I'm not going to let this make me bitter. I'm going to make help it make me better. So I started getting in the gym more, eating healthier, got more involved in my church, got more involved with my girlfriends around me, like had my community around me, hung out with friends more, um, read more books, went on more adventures, got into more activities like surfing and volleyball. So don't just sulk, find ways to kind of distract you and Find new hobbies and passions that will kind of um, keep you busy and can better yourself. I think that's a really, really helpful thing to do. Um, But something you need also just remember is that time will help and time will heal, but it won't always be a full healer. Like a lot of times people just say like, oh, time will heal everything. And that's not necessarily true. Like if you're not healing in a healthy way of truly going through the process of healing and dealing with it and journaling and, you know, trying to remember, okay, why did we break up and talking to people about it? And you're just numbing, like time is not going to do anything. It'll numb it. You'll suppress it for a little bit, but it will resurface somewhere else. So time will help. I promise you. But the way you're using your time during the breakup is going to be vital and crucial. And there's um, just a lot of ways that I think you can healthily deal with the breakup that are going to better you in the end. And you're not going to look back a year later and be like, wait, this is awkward. I still hate my ex or I still have resentment or there's still unsettled feelings. Make sure you're dealing with those like now, you know, I think that's a really, really healthy thing to do. Um, and so next thing I would say is that just try to remember, okay, because like often when we go through the breakup, we're sitting there reflecting on it and we're like, why did we break up? Especially if you didn't want to break up with this person, they broke up with you or you still want to be with them. It's really, really easy to want to like run back to them and be like, no, we were praying for each other and like this was the best relationship. I'll never find someone like him again. Like it's easy to kind of like forget all the bad and only remember the good. I know, believe me. But again, community to remind you of why the relationship didn't work out Remind yourself the way that you felt in the relationship. If you, for some reason, felt in the relationship like you were uncared for or unheard or they disrespected you or they pressured you, remember the reasons why you broke up. Remember that. Because like I said, it's easy to run back and just be like, no, this was a perfect relationship. But y'all broke up for a reason, right? You broke up for a reason. So try to remember that and hone in on that of like, okay, Maybe this wasn't the most healthy relationship. Maybe there could be better. Maybe God has more for me. And the more that you can just kind of like cut off the communication, move forward, the more you can start healing and God can provide you the person that he really has for you. And I'm not saying you can't get get back together with this particular person. You totally can. I just don't know your story, your situation. But usually I'd like to think let's start moving forward and healing so God can provide you the person that um, he really wants for you. But It takes two healthy people to form a healthy relationship. So get yourself healthy and look for other healthy people so you can form one healthy relationship. The next thing is kind of when I was going through my my breakup was journaling and worshiping. So I had to journal because there were so many built up hurts and emotions in my head that that they would just replay over and over and over and over and over. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, this is so sad. 
journal, write it down, write how you feel, write your honest feelings, write letters to that person that hurt you, but don't actually send them like write it in the most honest, brutally brutal way ever, but don't send it, but just do it for yourself so that you can look back on it and you can just get it out of your brain and, and transfer it to somewhere else. That's helped me a lot. And then for me, just like worshiping, worshiping a lot and just giving God the glory and just praising him anyway, even though it hurts, even when it hurts and it's painful, giving God the glory and still saying, God, you're still going to take care of me. You're still a good God. Even though this relationship ended, you're still a good God. So that's another one. Um, another thing is also is telling yourself no until it's a yes. So you're probably like, what does that mean? So again, when you're deciding whether you want to get back together with this person or you're waiting around for them or you're like, are we going to get back together? Tell yourself it's a no that you're not going to get back together until it's a yes. So if it's so basically that means if there's no evidence signs, there's not a actual like conversation or you don't think this relationship's healthy to go back to, tell yourself, okay, we're not getting back together so you can start moving forward unless God shows you evidently, clearly that this is a yes and he wants you to get back together. Because otherwise, if you're waiting around for the yes, 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 he's going to come back to me or he's going to, we're going to get back together. We're going to fix this. Then you're going to keep lingering around and waiting around and hoping and dreaming and wishing. And again, you can't move forward. So tell yourself it's a no until there's something very, very clear that says it's a yes. Hopefully, that is really, really helpful. And then again, Just remind yourself the tough questions. Ask yourself the tough questions. Was this relationship even healthy to begin with? Did I grow from it? Did this person make me better? Um, How do I, how did I leave this relationship? Did it leave you brokenhearted? Did it leave in a good, healthy way? Was there respect? Was this person, the way they treated you, was that kind? Was that loving? Or did this person just destroy you and degrade you and just completely like wreck you in the process of this breakup? Because that may not be someone you want to get back together with. So just again, try to remember that and allow this breakup to kind of help you connect with others and help your, like have your story help other people. Cause like here I am now, I'm uh, eight months, nine months out of a breakup. And now like I'm really able to help other people and uplift, uplift other people and help them be more free because I've been through it. And so I want my experiences now to benefit other people. And like I said, back in July, when there were like six couples that I knew that all broke up at the same time, it was wild. A lot of those people came to me being like, Janine, help me. How do I do this? So use your breakup as a way just to bond with people and connect with other people and for a way to like uplift and encourage each other. And then another thing is when you're going through the breakup, I know social media is going to like wreck you because you're going to look at other happy couples. You're going to look at other people living their best lives, traveling, getting married, engaged, having babies. Social media can be really destructive in a breakup season. So just try to remember that no relationship is perfect. I don't care what you see on social media. There's healthy relationships, but that doesn't mean that they don't fight, that they don't go through things, that they're not arguing offline. So try not to like compare yourself to these other relationships online because that also will prevent you from moving forward. And if you need to unfollow a couple, unfollow a couple or get off social media or delete the app or do something because social media, I think in a breakup season is very destructive. If you're looking at your ex's profile, probably not a good idea. So that's also something. But basically, what I want to just kind of say, kind of as a closing note, is just like, it's going to take time. You're not alone, and it's okay to hurt. It's okay to cry. It's okay to feel. It's okay to be like, what do I do? Um, These are all natural reactions, and it's part of life, and I know how it feels. Um, But if you keep getting hurt by this person, or they keep trying to hurt you, um, 
we can only keep getting hurt if we allow that person to keep hurting us. So if this person keeps popping back up, trying to hurt you, you have the opportunity to set healthy boundaries for yourself to either cut them off, block them, tell them, hey, I don't want to talk anymore. So if you keep getting hurt, like you have to set up a boundary for yourself because you're going to only you're, you're only going to get as hurt as you allow that person to hurt you. You know what I mean? So that's just another thing. <laughs> My final note is just try to let this breakup just make you a better person and get you as healthy as you can be. So um, kind of what I did was just, again, like just church and community and working out and everything. So use this work, use this breakup as a way to just really reflect, find qualities that you want going forward in a partner, qualities perhaps in yourself that you didn't like or that you acknowledge were probably unhealthy or toxic. So Use this breakup just to make you an even better person and just get yourself as healthy as you can be because, you know, I do think these next couple of months are going to be crucial after a breakup and um, just let it fuel you, make you better and not bitter. So hopefully this kind of helps you guys out. Um, just know it's going to take time. It's okay to just cry and let it out. If you need to, you know, ask me questions, you can always find me on Instagram, which is Janine Amapola. And my YouTube as well is Janine Amapola as well. Um, I post a lot about dating and stuff on there. So if you guys have questions, feel free to DM me and I will try to respond. I'm sorry if I don't get back to you because I do get quite a bit of messages regarding this topic. Um, but yeah, so Hopefully this helped you guys out and um, you find yourself dealing with a breakup in a healthy way. Um, hopefully this just was a nice little like push to just to spur you on to the right direction in a healthy manner in your life. And thank you so much for listening. And that is the end of this episode. I'm not really sure how to close this out, but I do close out all my YouTube videos. I've done this for like 10 years now as I end every single YouTube video saying peace out, Girl Scout. So I guess we'll bring that over to you too. <laughs> Thanks for listening, you guys. I'll catch you on the next episode. Peace out, Girl Scout. Bye, guys.